This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is episode 353. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this Thursday episode we're bringing you the long-awaited return of our series looking at the Arrow Video Gamera box set. Making our fourth appearance on this series we're tackling a little movie called Gamera vs Viras. Joining me after the break will be my resident guest host for this entire run. The man that picked this box set is, of course, the phenomenal Derek Bourgeois. We'll be chatting about this Gamera instalment after that break. But before we get to that, as always, let's catch up with where we are under the stairs. Loads are happening, ladies and gents. This is a four-episode week which kicked off on Monday with a special episode featuring The Baz, where we reviewed the upcoming release We're All Going to the World's Fair, which is available in select theatres at the end of the month and at the beginning of next month on Blu-ray and on-demand digital. So yeah, check out that review. It has a non-spoiler and spoiler review in there. So you can check it out if you've not seen the movie yet or if you're holding off till you see it, then hold off listening to it. That makes sense where I come from. This is your Thursday episode. On Saturday, you're getting the next three episodes reviewed in our instalments looking at brand new Cherry Flavour. This is an ongoing series that will have another part after that, concluding the first series proper. So check out that on Saturday. Watch along, it's available on Netflix. And then Sunday, 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 we're finally getting around to the Arrow video assortment looking at the 4K UHD release of Phenomena. On the Teapots Collective, you've already had a little bit of doing the nasty this week. At the weekend, we'll be dropping the next episode of Chronicle. Myself and the phenomenal Jeff Lawn looking at Let Us Pray, the Scottish slash Irish horror movie. And then into next week, you'll be getting where to begin with. And that's you all caught up, ladies and gents. Oh, that's right. Before we go, this weekend we'll be dropping a brand new episode of Geoz's Shite, another regrettable outburst. I know you've been longing, you've been a-pining for that next instalment, and it is incoming. The lads and myself sat down earlier in the week, got visibly drunk, and uh, went just, like, no format, which was a bad idea, because that show went for over two hours of no format, ladies and gents. That episode will be dropping this way for your listening pleasure this weekend. Okay, ladies and gents, we're going to take a short break just now. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Gamera vs. Veras. When we return, we are doing that movie right after this.
This is a test of the emergency podcasting system. Listen to the Psychosemantic Podcast. Politics, movies, and political movies. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, legionpodcasts.com, the Psychosemantic Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gents. That's right, we have returned to the sanctity, the warm bosom of the Gamera box set from Arrow Video. This is Gamera vs. Virus. Joining me, as always on this series, is my good buddy Derek. How's it going? It's been a while! Is that what Aaron Lewis sounds like if he stubs his toe? <laughs> or gets in a really warm bath, like one of those or gets, him, or gets impaled in the stomach. I mean, that's the dream. That's what we're all hoping for, but I don't know if we'll get that. Um, how's it going? It's been a while, man, you know. It's been a, 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 a month or two. <laughs> yeah, and you know, this is the movie we come back to. <laughs> yes. Although in saying that, we get this, like, I've watched this movie twice now. I watched it once when we, I think we originally planned to cover it, and then just everything went to shit. And then 
I was like that. Uh, you know, I'll watch it on the day we decide to record. So I watched it again today and it didn't get any better. So, um, now that we've got that out of the way, uh, it is worth saying we're back. We are committed to this. We will be finishing this box set come hell or high water. You've promised me better instalments and I'm looking forward to those. This is just not one of them. Yeah, the journey is going to be long. <laughs> it's going to be like the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's not that that does not fill me with with confidence at all. The journey will be long, Duncan. <laughs> how do you de- how would you describe this box set? Long, Duncan is how I'd describe it. <laughs> Filling me with confidence. Um, the, yeah. The the funny thing about it is, and we spoke about this when we were doing the the previous one, um, where he was he was fighting off against uh, Gaios, Gaios. Gyros. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Um, when he was facing off against the previous one, I was saying that I'd kind of found the rhythm of the series by movie three. Kind of knew what they were doing. And to be honest with you, it wasn't delighting me, but it wasn't boring me. The movies like, were never boring up to this point. You know, if anything, once you find their cadence, once you find the rhythm, they're entertaining. You know, they're fluff. And there's stuff you've seen before, especially if you're looking at them with fresh eyes in 2022, where like every other kaiju movie's done an iteration of what these are doing. So I, like, I kind of found my rhythm with it. And as a result, I kind of realized that the grade that they were mostly likely going to get is like probably a three because, they, you know, they entertain me. I like being entertained. And then we swung into this. And to your credit, Derek, you were upfront and honest with me. And you did say, next one's maybe not as good as this one and I was like oh, what does Derek know kaiju expert Derek what does he know about what I like and what I don't like and I watched it I realised that we really 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 quickly just went off that cadence and we did the we did what franchises do when we run out of ideas and we take it to space um, this is Gamera versus Virus this movie here uh, once again has uh, an interesting set of people behind it. Director Noriaki Yauza um, and writer Nissan Takahashi. Cast here Kuroji Hongu, Toru Takasuka and Carol Craig. <laughs> Jim Green. I mean, classic Japanese names. Uh, Maso Nakayama and... Or, no, it's not Yakin. There's no M in that. Uh, Nakaya, that's better. And Scoutmaster, Mist- well, these are the people they're playing. So Car- <laughs> Carol Craig is playing Jim Crane. I mean, they might as well just kept his name as Carol Craig. Uh, but Kiruji Hongo is playing Scoutmaster, Mr. Shimida. Now, that's where I should have got worried when the term Scoutmaster was used. Because I was thinking to myself, is this a kid's movie? And then I watched it. I was like, this is kind of a kid's movie. Um, and the Mr. Rons are in it for some reason. And that's an old reference for all the oldies out there. Um, synopsis for this one, Derek, is an alien invader's plot to conquer the Earth. Two Boy Scouts steal a mini-submarine and discover Gamera in their midst, as you do. Uh, transported to the alien spaceship, the Scouts are menaced by the evil inhabitants, including Virus, a squid-like monster that grows to colossal size to battle Gamera. I mean, that's true. All that happens. Um, I didn't realise 
we were just going to be as kind of playful with the kids in this movie as we were right from the outset. Like these, oh, these get used to that. These meddling kids and their ability to take over a nuclear submarine, um, or whatever it is, right? Yeah, what, what, Derek? Let's just get into brass tacks here. Um, this movie isn't great. Oh, go ahead. Isn't great. Isn't yeah. great. It's a bit too. I think the thing is... It's not even long either. It just feels long. Uh, yes, 100%. Like, in terms of the runtime, this one is not a long movie. I think it's just, it really, it kind of wants to have its cake and eat it too. It, you know, it kind of wants to be a kaiju movie, but also really wants to be a kid's movie. And it can't yeah. really settle as to where the balance is. So as a result, it's kind of like one for... One for Gamera, one for the kids. One for Gamera, one for the kids. And as a result of that, you kind of feel like there's two very distinct dueling stories and they mm -hmm. never really feel like they fit together. Yeah. When you see the fucking Bumblebee fucking spaceship, you're like, oh no, you're in it for a fucking... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, like that did wash over me the first time. I was like, eh? Mm -hmm. Um... The thing is, the th I'm not against, like, some of the kid elements in the previous movies, I wasn't against it. I understand, I kind of understood to an extent, that's just part of the Gamera genre, <laughs> oeuvre, um, is that you have a kid and the kid befriends Gamera and then, you know, we'll cheer him on at the end when Gamera overcomes and we get the win and everything's cool. But it, it just really, in this one, and, and also I don't like the idea of this, like smart little son of a bitch who is just in there meddling with like fucking submarine tests and yeah and then how easy everyone can talk around this guy that's in charge of a ultra sophisticated piece of machinery just to let this kid he'll be able to drive it because he's a genius oh well okay you. then go and drive my you. submarine I told you man once they start adding more kid elements to these movies it gets fucking Whoa! I told you. Yeah, and it does. That's the, to me. That's the that's the anchor in this movie. That's what slows it down. And I'm not saying that they can't have those elements in them. It's just every I constantly feel like the, every time the movie pivots to one of their scenes, it's trying to be really fun and whimsical and kind of comedic in a way that is almost at odds with the fact that there's a giant squid monster trying to destroy the earth. You know, yeah, it doesn't come till fucking eight minutes left in the fucking movie. Well, this is the other thing. The other thing about this movie is whereas all the preceding movies have massive set pieces of action, like dotted all the way through it, and the moment where Gamera's out for the count, and can anyone bring him back? And oh yeah, we've worked out what is, and now Gamera will save the day. You do not get your your big battle, your big set piece battle to right at the very end of this movie and I, I don't understand why that is like, I don't understand how in the space of what like a year, year and a half between these movies from the previous one to this one, someone's like no 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 the kid stuff sells better than the large monster I, battles I, I, I can't I, imagine I, Japanese audiences were, were digging that I could have I could probably have an idea mm. what was going on this is when 
they really, really fucking cut the budget of this movie because this movie is mostly fucking stock footage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like they just made a movie that's really like 20, uh, half an hour of new footage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it feels that way, you know. It, and they don't even hide it because even some of the scenes where Gamera is destroying Toko, Tokyo is from the first movie. And the oh, yeah, that's just reused footage. <laughs> You know, it's like they don't even try to hide it in this one. It's kind of like there's a moment where you kind of feel like, am I watching Revenge of, Revenge of the Boogeyman? Yeah. Like that. Is this just all... Like I've seen, like this isn't even deja vu. This is just, I have seen this before. Um, but, like, yeah, but that's the thing, though. Even with a low budget, I mean, you could just have... Yeah, but the, I'm talking really, really fucking low budget. This but you just start have over. giant squid monster and Gamera fight out on a desert scene. They yeah, have to be surrounded by buildings or on like. a spaceship or something. This movie's Gamera versus a spaceship. Uh, pretty <laughs> much is. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> there's, a, there's a bit where, like, at the beginning where they first uh, encounter Gamera where it almost looks like Gamera takes to a little bit of turtle humping on the side of the spaceship. <laughs> which which did kind of make me laugh a little bit, um, but yeah. So like your your kind of theory on this one. So do you think, from their point of view, then it's cheaper to pad it out with the kids stuff then, yeah, than it is to like build the well, it would make sense build the miniature sets. You know, they, they probably didn't even have money to build built the yeah. all the miniatures they needed for this one, which you know, like when we get back to like, I know we I'm not talking about this one today, but Guron. They kind of went back to a little bit of a budget on that one. Yeah. It kind of flip-flops between movies from here on out, unfortunately. Which, yeah, you'll see later on. <laughs> You're yeah. almost filling me with confidence. Uh, yeah, Guron's the next one. So that's the one we'll be doing in the next episode. And I've still to see that. So I've not watched yeah. that one yet. Um, although it does, like, according to the Wikipedia page... For that one, um, its American title is Attack of the Monsters, which does sound kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving nothing away. Uh, I love it, I love it. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I, I wish, I genuinely do for the time that we've been away, I wish I had a huge amount of things to say, but I will say this, the kid acting in this is fine. Yeah, ac ac actually for, you know, I actually like a, uh, this actually was a cool special feature. They actually have the the Carl Craig who plays Jim in the movie, the the white yeah. kid. Uh, he actually has a little voiceover with him showing actual pictures and shit of him on the set and stuff, talking oh, about nice. the story, meeting the director and stuff, telling stories. That's actually a cool special feature on this release. Mm -hmm. It's actually. Special features are actually more interesting than the actual movie. <laughs> Sometimes that's the case, so especially with a long-running series, you, t you tend to find... I mean, I've said it before, like, like you asked me to sit down and go through the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, I'm going to really struggle with that. You asked me to watch the, what, fucking five-hour documentary, seven-hour documentary. Behind it, we'll totally do that, because the stories behind some of those not-great installments are more entertaining, fun, and interesting than the actual movies himself and you kind of get that here i mean these movies have a, like an enduring legacy that it just so happens they managed to track down either archival interviews or managed to you know secure 
new interviews with, with, with the key players. But like the acting, like yeah, acting is. I think that's a bit that frustrated me. Is the acting is of a of a high quality compared to some of the other ones we've seen, especially around the, the kid acting. The story's a bit mince, but I understand the let's take it to space because how many of these fucking creatures are buried in mountains and. You know, like, I, I get, I kind of get that. I understand, I understand it to an extent, but you, you've hit the nail on the head. The biggest crime that this movie has is that, it, like, you see the poster for this, you, you read the, you read the synopsis for this. You're like that. We're going to get a giant fucking squid versus a giant fucking turtle. And I've seen some Gamera movies before, so I know we're going to get a couple of square goes in this all the way through it. Give it to me, and then it's, it doesn't really do that until the end where it's like well we kind of have to do it now because this is our set piece um and it comes in and it's an okay scrap but you know ain't no baragon if you know what i mean yeah yeah the 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 the, the craziest the only good thing about the actual fights when like they kind of shocked me the first time i seen it was when fucking vera's actually impales baragon i mean gamma through his stomach i'm like whoa yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? How are you living still, camera? Yeah, yeah it's it's like they they increase that thing and they like they they do. I mean, like cameras by this by this level is pretty much indestructible. Um, but yeah, like there's like like you say before, like, there's like the a, a raised stake there, which I would like to have seen paid off in any way other than he fucking walks off, um, and he's right back to he's right back to action. Um, I don't know, Derek. I'm I'm conf- it's not even that I'm conflicted. I I just kind of feel like between um, a, a Gyros, Gyros, whatever we're pronouncing it, between that movie and this movie, it just feels like a colossal kind of not sliding quality, but just like a colossal misstep. And like you were saying, the budget's getting squeezed. But these movies were. This is the thing that I, I think surprises me. I, I'm struggling to work at why the budget is squeezed on a movie that or a movie series thus far that appears to be successful and tech, you know appears to do okay in international audiences is this just like from your using your knowledge of the industry over there and what you know what was happening with these movies over then was that just a trend across the the board like like the, you know they were maybe trying to move away from kaiju movies and the, as a result the or is this just a kind of listen you know like we can make these movies cheaper and cheaper and cheaper so let's just do it I'm not really too sure because yeah. I know, you know, like uh, Toho, like like the later Godzilla movies, they were starting to. It took them to like at least seventy two to actually start fucking not giving a fuck about those movies either. Yeah. You know, and Daie was like, you know, they're like we produce every Kurosawa movie. Fuck this fucking series. <laughs> you know, it's just whoever was in charge. They just didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know. And the only one that actually tried to care was the director, and he's just working whatever he fucking had. Yeah, he's you know? yeah, he's he's clearly passionate about what he's doing. But if you don't have the if you don't have the resources behind you, then uh, difficult, difficult. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of I I thought we would be further into this series before I found one that I kind of didn't like, um, and it, for it to land at movie number four has bummed me out a little bit but that being said um you you're like my sherpa 
as I work through this here. You're my guide and you're telling me that Duncan don't get dismayed. Uh, yes, they may go up and down like a prostitute's underwear, but at the same time, there is, there is, there's gold in them, they're hills. Yeah, there's actually two in the Showa era that I actually haven't seen yet, and that's uh, Yiger, which is the one after Gyaron, mm -hmm. which uh, I've been actually wanting to see, so that'll be a first-time watch for me. Ooh, and, uh, yeah, and the actually other one that I haven't watched is Super Monster, because <laughs> I'll tell you why when we get to that one. Oh, they... <laughs> let's let's say let, let, let's bring this one in I, I mean there isn't really much to talk about in this one because there isn't really that much that happens it's a lot of kind of whimsical... i did want one of those sandwiches that came out of that machine though always did always <laughs> <laughs> you need both i need i need i need a machine that get... i have a sandwich right now yeah. and just pops <laughs> well like I, my problem is we're in 2022 and that machine should exist i know you know, like, <laughs> and it was the perfect cut off crust yeah. bread too <laughs> dude if I, if I if i have the if i have the power of the entire internet and something the size of my hand that i can just carry around with me i should be able to just point to a machine and say make me a sandwich with this and it comes out perfect yeah that's you know i'm just saying sometimes our technological priorities are wrong um, uh, I, I, t I totally just wish that Bill Cosby was Vera's and he's like, I got the root fizz in this oh, apple oh, juice, God. my kiddies. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he's a free man, which is concerning. Um, let's 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 talk grades for this one. So, like, like I said before, I've been relatively positive thus far. I think the lowest grade I've given out is a three. Um because they've been entertaining. They're like even if I, I find them a bit twee or at times like very over the top and kind of campy, they've still entertained me from kind of start to credits. Um one is hated it, two is didn't like it, three is liked it, four is really liked it, five is loved it, point fives are allowed. Um you know, it does me no great pleasure to do this. I'm gonna come in a 1.5, um, so it's not quite a hated it, it's a little bit stronger than I didn't like it. Like you said, the biggest crime in this movie is it feels a lot longer than its runtime, and it doesn't give you its it, it doesn't give you the goods until right at the very end. Like when like we should have we should have been getting like we should have been getting battles like meaningful battles all the way through this movie because Gamera's on the fucking title and it, it doesn't do that so a 1.5 a big drop down for me on this one Derek what are you coming in with for Gamera versus Virus? I'm going to give it a 2 uh, mm. arms flying off of a dude <laughs> out of 5 because I did like that scene I did like when the guy's arm just flew off and he's like oh, oh, oh. And he just puts back on. <laughs> and then later, Vieras just cuts all their heads off. It was like, yeah. oh, I was like laughing. Like, <laughs> you know, there's some weird humor in this movie. Some weird like. shit in this movie. Yeah, like weird, yeah. weird shit in this movie. Um, like you mentioned, uh, we will be moving at pace into the year 1969, which we'll see us tackle our next movie, Gamera versus Guron. I think that's how you yep. pronounce it. Um, yep. And that one, I am, I am interested i genuinely genuinely especially when you see the picture of guron and you're like huh i've not seen the picture of guron yet so uh let's let's, let's, let's get a reaction live. Kaiju. he's yeah. a slasher kaiju 
You'll see what I mean when you see him. Does he have a giant blade or something? His whole face is a fucking giant knife. Is it? Yes. See, that's how you get me in. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get me well, let me, let me. Oh, you've got me excited now. Uh, let me see. I'm going to see the, the artwork for it right now. And uh, it doesn't show me his face, but I have just seen a picture of it. And that is pretty bitching. And it looks like we might get like a decent battle. So I am... Jesus, he isn't half... How the fuck does he, like, do anything? <laughs> you know what I mean? How does he breathe? Yeah. How does he fuck? <laughs> I don't... Under like, I can't wait. We'll find out together. We'll, we'll find out, and the audience will along with us. Uh, Derek, you're a busy guy. You do lots of podcast stuff out there. Lily listeners know where they can check out your stuff, my friend. Sure, you can find me on my main show, Cinema Attack. We are on anchor.fm. The search for Cinema Attack in most podcatchers. Uh, we're almost there, but if you can't find us, let us know on the Cinema Attack Facebook group. Join there, and you'll we'll f- post the shows there, and you'll know when the new episodes go. Also, you can find me on No More Room in Hell on the Dark Discussions Network, which I do with Mr. Venom and Mr. Mike Merriman, the infamous Mike Merriman. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we just have an episode out recently where we did Perfect Blue and Pearson. Ooh, Great show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a good double feature. Good combo. And, and just uh, the other No More Room in Hell show I'm a part of, which is also on the Dark Discussion Network, Creature Comforts, which I do with Mr. Venom and Mr. Donanelli, the infamous Donanelli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, Don, why don't you like Dead and Driving? What the fuck? But uh, anyways... I mean, that's uh, like, like, you don't want to pick at that thread. <laughs> There's a laundry list of movies that are head scratchingly not liked by Don and Ellie. Yes. You know, uh, that's a callback to a uh, past Horror Returns episode we just uh, recorded. But uh, uh, yeah, that's about it for me, Duncan. You know, I have a few guest spots here and there. Uh, most recently, I did Dark Parade with Bo Ransdale, where we did My Bloody Valentine by the time this is out. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Original yeah. or remake? OG, of course. OG, of course. Good, good, good. It's always fun to chat slashers with Bo, because he, he, for the most part, doesn't like them. Uh, yeah, I know, and it's a good conversation. <laughs> Nice. Well, uh, everyone out there, make sure you're checking out Derek's stuff. Derek will be back um, in short order, and we will be doing another one of these to catch up for the lost time that we have created ourselves, because that's what we do. It happens. Uh, life. Life finds a way, buddy. Life finds a way. That's a big pile of shit. <laughs> what was my thoughts on this movie uh, right we are going to take our final break ladies and gents when I come back I'm closing out the show right after this ah! thank you very much you're listening to the podcast under the stairs you've been listening to the podcast under the stairs this has been episode 353 the return of our series looking at the arrow video box set on gamera the fourth installment gamera versus virus as always a big thank you to derry bourgeois for taking it time to sit down and go through these movies with us ladies and gents we've already got the next one in the can as well which means you ain't gonna have months to wait 
between installments. The next one will be dropping within the next two weeks for you. It was a fun conversation about a bafflingly goofy movie. I can't wait for you guys to check it out. If you're in the UK, I keep meaning to mention this, these movies are all available on Amazon Prime. So if you're a Prime subscriber, you get them all. Obviously, I would always advocate for spending some money with Arrow Video. They've got a bitchin' sale on at the moment, which you can partake of uh, right up to the end of this month, actually, where you can buy some of these box sets for cheaps and watch the movies along with myself and Derek, especially if you're a big old kaiju fan. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under this test. Wherever you're listening to this right now, subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapot's content. Do not stop there, ladies and gents. We have a sister feed called The Teapot's Collective. Over there, you get shows like Where To Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing The Nasty and Chronicle as well. Subscribing to both those feeds is the best way to support what I do under the stairs. If you hate podcatchers and you just like one source of truth for your listening pleasure, then tputzcast.com is our website. Links to all the shows are there, as well as a link to Jaws' shite and other regrettable outbursts. It's a booze-based banter entertainment podcast. Ladies and gents, it's returning this weekend after a three-month hiatus. I think we see on the recording, we kind of are in the zone of, let's do one of these every couple of months. So, yeah, when we have things to talk about, we will return. And guess what? We didn't have anything to talk about, but we returned anyway, because that's what happens. Um, the episode that will be dropping this weekend is about two and a half hours long with no format, which, if you're like me, that makes your asshole sweat. I like a format. But yeah, it's a ton of fun regardless. There is some risky content, as always, in there. It's relatively non-PC and it is booze-fueled, so Jaws is shite and other regrettable outbursts exclusively available on tputzcast.com. If you're on Facebook, you want to interact with us, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash tputzcast will get you the podcast under the stairs. Teaputz Collective is on a Facebook page, slightly different URL, facebook.com forward slash tputzcast. And for those that want to interact with the mucky pups at Jaws' shite, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash a regrettable pod. For those that shun the zucks are in it for the yucks on Twitter and Instagram are twin prongs of social media sex. And as myself and Baz can be reached over there at tputzcast. The podcast Under the Stairs returns this Saturday for you, where we'll be covering episodes three through five had to do the mass mentally there and that's difficult for brand new cherry flavour a continue look at the Netflix horror surrealist TV show um, I'm loving it hopefully you guys are as well so episodes 3, 4 and 5 will be covered on the next instalment dropping Saturday so until then wherever you are whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours please take care of yourselves out there this is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off